0: Welcome to CIO Leadership Live Canada. I'm Lee Raddick, editor of CIO.com, and I'm very excited to welcome Hassan Al Buhali, head of technology, MasterCard Foundation. Hassan, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your current role.
1: Thank you, Lee, for having me here. So, Hassan Buhali, yes, I'm the head of technology at MasterCard Foundation and oversee the technology, everything about technology at the foundation today.
0: Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you joining us here today, Hassan. We've created this series to support technology leaders in their own tech and career journey. So the first question, I ask everyone this question. Can you please tell us a little bit about your own career path and perhaps provide some insights or tips on that road path? Are there any lessons learned you could share?
1: Yes, definitely. I can do that. So. Uh, Lee, basically, my background is an engineer, I'm engineering by training, back from Montreal. Uh, started making career in R&D, in aerospace industry, actually, for almost 10 years, before jumping into IT by accident. I loved it so much, so I made a career out of it. And here we go, from, from, from aerospace to um, manufacturing, then to mining, ended up at CIU, at 3 ut to Alcan. And from there, had a few CIO gigs at Bombardier Education Products and, and Woodbridge Automotive, mainly in heavy industries, as you can see. Uh, before doing uh, in mid of COVID, joined uh, Masokal Foundation, which is very different from everything mm-hmm. I've done before. This is a passion project for me. I really love doing that, decided to do that, and, and take two or three years of my professional life and give them two different. Uh, organization on organization with a clear mission. Um, so so in terms of advice, I would say to anybody who's interested in career in IT, uh, first, uh, independently of your background, don't limit yourself. If you have interest in the industry, the industry has a wide variety of roles and capabilities and, and interests. So if you're interested, just, just go for it. Second of all is never take um, a no for an answer you'll have 15 no's and 10 maybes before you get a first yes. So don't stop at the fifth no and don't stop at the fifth maybe. Keep going until you get there.
0: That's fantastic. And interesting that you started your career in engineering. So many people in IT did start in engineering and now you've transferred those skills over into your IT skills and obviously as well worked across a lot of different sectors, which I know based on many CIOs I speak to, that's a super important part of their career journey is having that opportunity to work with different sectors and see how technology really does impact across those sectors, also around business. So wanted to really dive into a question with you around what the CEO expectation is of the CIO or the head of technology. So in 2023, um, we did some research at IDC and most CEOs expect the CIO to focus on achieving better business outcomes, improving business agility. And leading DX to create new revenue streams. Mm -hmm. CEOs are saying they want CIOs to step beyond an operational focus and really help to drive measurable business outcomes, whether it's a target of a financial or quantifiable one. So we had a chance to chat about that a little bit on our last call. Um, I would love to talk about that as a CIO and a tech leader, some of the ways you're leading to improve business outcomes.
1: Yes, thanks. Thanks for that. I'm really glad to hear that the there's a shift on the way the CIO role is perceived within the organization. Um, you know, just maybe 10 15 years ago, what was expected on CIOs to run the IT shop and make sure that the back end infrastructure runs, that the laptops work, and the phone work. And you know, where in some organizations that were mature more than others, they expect you to deploy the ERP systems, run the um business systems that the organization needs for this its day-to-day operations and in really really uh, mature and more progressive organizations we would involve ciu in things like the consumer journey or customer journey or things like analytics and and, and decision making but that was back then and it's clearly that that role is clearly shifted into something very very different now there is now a clear expectation that the cio of course runs the it shop that's the minimum uh, minimum viable products out of the job um, we still want that that day-to-day operation to be stable but we expect the cio to do a lot more a lot more really a lot more so there are a few things there that align to what you just said there's an expectation the cio understands the business how the business makes money, you, how the business achieves its objective, whatever, what are its objective or its mission. And that the CIU is there to have the organization achieve that mission or achieve those objectives. You're leveraging technology, but also leveraging top leadership, influencing org models, orgs operating models and, and business models. So there is a, that expectation that's a lot higher than it was 10 years ago. There's also an expectation from the CIO to engage with the executive, to engage with stakeholders within and outside the organization, to have a better understanding of the whole organization ecosystem. Because there are so many risks now that come with IT, data privacy, risk of of reputation, risk of cyber, risk of a lot of huge risks that may impact the organization, both internally and externally. So suddenly the role of CIO is a way beyond the pure hardcore operations of IT.
0: Yeah, and I'm hearing that from a lot of senior tech leaders and CIOs is that it's really now about, you know, technology running across the whole business, security having to be a part of the whole business. You know, you're not like in the IT crowd keeping you know, it, switched it on and off again. It's a whole process of ensuring that everyone understands technology, how it will improve business outcomes. And that really um, segues quite well into our next question, because the last time we talked, we talked a little bit about automation and technology you know, and how um, technology is building and creating value, especially in the area of automation. So I spoke recently to one CIO uh, who said that he's working on a project with automation and robotics, and um, it helped create a million dollars in savings for the company he leads. Everyone was quite pleased about that because it's really diving into how uh, we can use technology to help create some savings, but also help help Create better processes. So, just wondering what your thoughts are on this, and how you believe automation will continue to shape the future of various sectors.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, I had I had the chance to to my career, previous career working in heavy industries, manufacturing, mining, aerospace, yeah. um, and and a big part of my scope was automation of operations and the shop floor operations of production, of logistics, warehouse management, um, etc. And yes, the potential in that field, in that area for heavy industries is is, is huge, it's immense. Uh, the thing is, back then, uh, just again, 10 years ago, automation was very expensive. Automation products, be it hardware or software, piece of it, were very, very expensive. But since then, we've seen software, as we say, software eating the world. We've seen software getting into the automation space and more and more. And what the impact of that? First is the variety of products that's out there and solutions to choose from. And second of all, a steep... Reduction of pricing of these products, so they're becoming more and more affordable, which makes the business case for automation easier to build and to sell. There is, of course, the issue of execution. Because using automation within manufacturing companies, for example, is uh, there's complexities because you're, you're 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 dealing with core business. You're playing to the core business of operations So you have to manage very carefully. Uh, the operations, expectations, and how you implement these systems. But the opportunity is huge. And then there is the automation of the back end uh, offices, the 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 you know the traditional uh, business processes that CIOs use to work in. So automation of finance, of HR, of procurement, and and that will be accelerated more and more with the advance of AI. And what's happening with all this noise around the AI? AI will be automating workflows and the work of knowledge workers. That's reality. That is happening. That is coming our way. There's no way around it. So yes, uh, automation is there uh, with with a clear mandate of cost reduction, of efficiency, uh, acceleration of execution. But I think it's important also to think about it in terms of a new revenue stream, new products and services that could be used, that could be generated, Based on that automation, uh, there is a lot of examples we could share there. But but yes, uh, I think I will urge uh, CIUs to think about it more than a cost reduction opportunity, but also a contribution to the business and to the revenues as well.
0: Oh, that's really interesting. So, do you think that that shift them from back end office to the front end delivery to the customer delivery? They think that from an automation perspective, it sounds like what you're saying is it's all becoming more integrated right across the board. Everyone's noticing it right across the board as opposed to it only being with robotics or manufacturing or supply chain, it's now, you're feeling like it's going it's to overarch the full business now.
1: Totally, and that's that's back to your first question about the expectation from the CIO. Yeah, it is now that expectation from the CIO to understand the full business end-to-end, the whole value chain of the of the company, right. and how that the company fits within the value chain of the industry, and to be able to come back and propose solutions that go end-to-end through that value chain. You know, we'll always need the point to point solutions like um, an improvement to the payroll system and improvement right. to the warehouse management system. And that's fine. We're going to yep. continue to win that for the foreseen future. But it's very important to step back and look end to end to the value chain of the organization and see how technology can change things and move things more, mm. forward from one area to another.
0: Well, I appreciate that. And that really leads into our next question, which is around data and AI. So, really wanted to talk a little bit about that. As you mentioned, you know, the generative AI, everything that's coming in market right now. Um, people trying to understand how they can create better efficiencies within their workspace. So, um, you know, the integration of data and analytics and AI is, you know, really, we're looking at transforming industries. You know, what are some of the key benefits you believe will help technologies and maybe what are some of the challenges and, you know, how do you see AI uh, transforming with data to advance business outcomes?
1: Yes, so it's it's the subject of the hour, right? So we cannot avoid it. But yes, uh, it is the next uh, frontier in, in IT in IT space. Um, if we put that within you know historic context, so we understand what we're talking about, then we move on how we get value from that. Um, yeah, back 30 years ago, um, IT function was responsible for delivering these mainframe systems where hardware and applications and data were all together delivered by the same uh, OEM uh, coming all together nicely. Not, not, not separated. And then over time, 10, 10 years ago, yeah. oversimplifying 10, 20 years later, client server technology came in and now suddenly we've decoupled the application layer from the infrastructure layer. And here we are, 20 years later, we're starting to decouple the data layer from the applications layer, which is already decoupled from the infrastructure one. And mm-hmm. I think that creates a whole set of new opportunities where you can actually build solutions, products out of that data that will allow the business to make better decisions faster that's that's the, the that's really the end game there it's not about you know running a workflow or business process anymore that's that's expected to be done years ago now it's about optimizing that to the max using data and using algorithms. So yes, that's the next frontier. And I think it's the next frontier that will allow us, allow IT functions who are ready for the game to really update the game into using the data to create additional services, to improve the customer journey, to improve the employee journey, and to go beyond just pure hardcore efficiency and and and, and operational reduction of costs and going beyond that in their thinking of what they can do
0: really appreciate. And I really love that answer. And I think, you know, in my mind, I was going, okay, so it really is just creating a landscape of opportunity for any business to be able to create more productivity, more efficiencies, more learnings right about their internal structures and systems so they can benefit the end user and the stakeholder. So uh, I appreciate that. And well, so we have one last question here, which is I call it my rapid fire question. But it's a it's a rapid fire question. And, and that is what is the future of it?
1: If I have to summarize that very quickly, I would say the future of IT is about turning the back-end services, infrastructure, applications, system of records into a utility that you use just like you use tap water or electricity, and then work in parallel on growing the AI and data platform into differentiator for the company because that's what differentiation game will be happening moving forward.
0: Wow, incredibly insightful. Thank you so much, Hassan. And um, I really appreciate you joining us here today.
1: Thank you, Lee, for having me. It was fun.
0: And if you're interested in viewing this video or others to support the senior tech leader in their business journey, we'll include this interview and a link at CIO.com. Thanks again.